As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Entrepreneur, fashion model, magazine publisher, Judith Mancini is dishing the details of your life and everything that's important to you. Love, sex, family, health, beauty, business, celebrities, and other juicy topics. And now, let's dish with Judith. Hey there, everyone. And Noelle, we're dishing with Judith today. That's me, and this is Noelle. Yes, I was waiting. I was like, did she forget my name? (laughs) Say hello to everybody. Hello, hello. It's a lovely Tuesday night, and we've got a fully stocked menu. We certainly do, but... You know, some of it's kind of frightening, too. So let's get to it and let's talk about some happy stuff or semi-happy. It's interesting to us. And What's happy? About- because I don't know a lot that's happy right now. Well, I mean, it's, not, it's interesting and it's something we want to talk about. But there's a lot of kind of sad news in it. First of all, let's talk about Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Okay just made Mondays meatless. He wrote a song, Meatless Mondays, and so many celebrities have signed on to agree with him because he wants to cut down on the greenhouse gases that are produced by raising livestock. So is that all meat? Well, yes, all meat. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? You think we should exempt cheeseburgers? No, but like, so nothing that's made of animal product or just... No animal flesh. No, as far as I understand it, he's talking about food. Uh, But I really don't know if it goes deeper than that or not. So I'm signing up for Meatless Mondays. I think that's a good idea. It doesn't help us anyway. It's healthy to 
get some of those fats out of your body. Yeah, and you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm down not for it because, vegetarian. no, I mean, I get my meat cravings every once in a while, but for the most part, I, you know, I'm not, I just don't get, okay, so how exactly does this correlate to um, the climate change? That's what he's, yeah, that's what his efforts are going towards, right? Yes, because of the animals eating and being, you know, how they process their food, to put it politely, during dinner time, and how they have to do the production of the food to feed the animals, all of that contributes the toxins to the air. So that's what he feels is contributing to climate change. So a lot of them have signed on. It's not going to hurt me not to eat meat on Monday. No, me either. So let's do it. But I'll join his campaign. I'll join the campaign. But isn't the isn't that aren't you supposed to like feel like you're sacrificing? So like if we're like oh okay no no no. you're confusing that with Lent. Oh right, right. or the Catholic religion or some other religion, you know, when they would cut meat out. Like the Catholics used to not allow anything but fish on Fridays because it tied into their religious beliefs. But right. I don't think they even do that now. I'm not I'm not sure because I'm not Catholic. Um, and cool. a lot of Christians believe the same thing. But most people are vegetarians because they believe it's a cleaner way of living. Right. I get my meat cravings and I need that kind of protein, so... But there's something to be said on every diet, and there's certainly a lot of diets that uh, counter counter what the vegetarians say, like the paleo diet. So who knows? I don't know. I try to just eat healthy. But we're talking about two different things here. We're talking about diet and and trying to clean up global warming. So, right. And what's the big news with Kris Jenner? I know. The divorce is finalized. You know, to be honest, I'm not it's quite finalized. sure. If- I thought she just filed. I mean, it's the, the 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 separation is finalized through a divorce for the through the filing of oh. divorce. Cuz here's the yes. thing. This is no shock. I mean, they've been separated for quite some time. So, the fact that, you know, it's now finalized, uh, you know, and made more official is, you know, kind of it was, you know, a long time coming. What do you think? Well, if you watch her show or you read any of the publicity around, it sounds like it. I mean, they've been separated since the middle of the last summer or something like that. Right. Yeah. I just think that and it's Bruce, not so shocking. No, I don't think it's so shocking either. I mean, Bruce has certainly gone through a lot of personal changes, it appears, and I don't know. I don't know who's to say what happens in relationships. But I think, I would think that the huge empire she's built and her not having a lot of time would contribute to this. So they're both obviously unhappy being together. They're probably better friends than husband and wife. So I guess it's okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a divorcee, are you a divorcee or a divorcer? I'm the divorcer. <laughs> You're the divorcer in all of your 
case. So yes. as a divorcer, it's like it's okay. So I've heard that women have is divorced, yeah. but I'm the one who got the divorces. I'm the one who filed. I'm the one who wanted them. And I'll tell you, it makes men very, very bitter when their wife divorces them. Right. Right. Or instigates it. So. Right. So, so what was your question? Well, what what point does this become? Like, how what does it take to get to that point? And I've heard, you know, that women try and avoid it and, and make it so the man does it. So, like, is there there's politics behind that? And like, who files? Who counter? You know, is there or does is it not I'm a sure big there deal? There are in some states. California is a no fault divorce state these days. You don't take somebody to court and say he deserted me or he did this or he did that. It doesn't help you to get any more money. Mm. I guess some women want to get the money from the husbands. That wasn't my intent. It was to get my life back. I was not happy. And um, I didn't agree with the way my first husband wanted to raise my kids. And I wanted, <coughs> excuse me, I'm having a horrible time with my throat today. Oh, this is, seems to be a regular occurrence, Judith. Have you picked up smoking or what? No, I haven't. It's this husband I have now who is doing it. Well, I'm glad you've got a good one. Hopefully, Chris, do you think she'll remarry? What? What? If so. Oh, God. If I was her, I still go younger. No, I would not remarry if I were her. I don't know what she intends, but she has been dating younger men. Good for her. I like that. But yeah. you know, she is a woman... It, so many women get married because of the finances, which I've never done, and I would never do it because I think marriage is a partnership, and it's very difficult to be married and be with somebody 24 hours a day or 12 hours a day, whatever your schedules are. And there's a lot of things that come up in marriage. It's a give and take. And if you're not in love with somebody and satisfied with them, as a person, then you probably shouldn't have married them in the first place or you shouldn't stay married to them. So I, I feel a little differently about it. And I know in some religions they say don't get a divorce, but I think things are changing. And I think if each party is that miserable, then they should do something about it. Didn't we get an Instagram question about that today? We did, actually. Someone was asking you how you should know if someone if you should be getting a divorce. And what did you say? And I said, if you have your doubts about marrying them, you shouldn't be married. There you go. That's kind of, it's a, kind of like a harsh reality you just uh, put in force there because that's a lot to really accept. But, you know. It's not easy to get divorced. And some women have to stay financially in divorces, particularly if you're an older woman and have never worked and devoted your life to a man, raising his children, taking care of him every day, promoting him in his business. You know, you have to make a conscious decision what you're going to do in a relationship. I've always taken care of myself. So to me, it was kind of like a no-brainer to me. And I wasn't just halfway unhappy. I was very, very unhappy. And we had very different outlooks. And I won't go into it. You can read my uh, bio on the website and you'll see, you'll see all my marriage experience. But I found my best friend and I'm married and I'm happily married. So... That's that's what happens in life. I did not want to get remarried, and he convinced me to get married. So, and it I, worked. 
I don't really think you need to get married in life to be happy. I think you need to find yourself and that's what makes Really? Because, you know, this is becoming like a really hot topic of like marriage is becoming a thing of the past. So well, you agree? I know, you know, in, in our Christian, Christian faith and society, that's what we think you're supposed to be man and wife or husband and wife. Let's talk about this a little more after we come back uh, in just a moment from a commercial break. There's only one La Contessa Skincare, always searching the world to bring you the finest ingredients and techniques for a more glowing, youthful appearance. Introducing La Contessa AHA Foaming Cleanser, perfect for problematic and oily skin, cleansing and removing makeup and impurities, along with dead cells and excess oil. La Contessa AHA Foaming Cleanser leaves your skin feeling clean, renewed, and refreshed. Discover and try La Contessa Skincare for yourself at La Contessa Skincare. Hey, we're back. So what what do you think? What do your young friends think about marriage these days? Uh, you know, it's still a, a goal. It's still a goal. I, I, I mean, owning a house has kind of gone to the wayside, but um, getting married is still a goal for a lot of my generation, I feel like, maybe just the friends that I'm around. But I think it's more of a place of, like, identity, you know? Like, I think I think with uh, some young women, when you might not have um, a real strong career ambition or, you know, other things that are, are surrounding your own self, you replace it with filling it with somebody else. And I just, I, it's very, very prevalent, I think, to, to, you know, especially around my group of friends, it's like they're looking for their husband. And it's not necessarily for a partnership, I wouldn't say. I would say it's more of looking for that husband to have that wedding. You know, it's defined by the standards rather than the heart. And I don't think that's true for everyone, but I just, I definitely see that kind of steering them in making a decision. Like, I feel like I need to find someone before I'm at this age, so this guy will do. Well, I think that's true. And even in my generation, a lot of people, and still a lot of my girlfriends who are widows now or divorcees now, that's what they think about the man and his prestige and his position in the community and that's what they look for and that's what they're content doing that's what they want to do and I think that's all right too I was just a different person I don't think there's one way or the other you should be some people are born to be a mother and a wife and be supportive like that I unfortunately I guess I wasn't born that way I was born more because I wanted to uh, to have my own career and to do different things I will tell you, I had good marriages in the beginning, and then I decided they weren't for me. I think it's perfectly fine to get married, but I also think it's perfectly fine to be single these days. Well, so does Chris Jenner. <laughs> I, I'm happy. I mean, you know, it. Whatever, whatever makes you know you fulfilled. I think if it's not necessarily looking for a husband, then so be it. I. I mean, I, I think that God did make a man for everyone, but sometimes, you know, your life takes it to a little bit of a different path. Well, I don't know if he did make a man for every woman. If you look at the statistics or of the census, you'll find that there's more men in different generations. I mean, more women in different generations than men. 
it that that does happen. So I don't mm. know, but I do think that you can find somebody out there to marry and be in love and have a wonderful life if that's what you want. And it's sort of like finding the perfect job if that's what you want to do in your career is find a perfect job. You go about it sort of the same way. Right. You network with your friends and that's how you meet people. And now you have online dating and all. And I think all of that is really wonderful, particularly for the older generation. Match.com and all has been around forever for the people your age. And unfortunately, sometimes people make up profiles of themselves and it doesn't come exactly out the way it's supposed to. But there's sites for older people, my generation now, uh, Time for Us or something like that. Our time now. Some, I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but I do see those advertised, and some people have found mates on those. And I think that's really such a different way of dating. It's all really a wonderful evolution of dating and finding mates. I agree. It's kind of come a long way and it's getting a little bit scary. But you're lucky you don't have to be in that world. I'm telling you that much. Because you can never tell. The dating world is difficult to be in, no matter what your age. You're either trying to impress somebody or you think they're trying to impress you and they're being phony. I don't think dating, I don't know what the ritual of dating is right now, but I'll tell you in my day and age, somebody would take you out to dinner at 8 o'clock and they would come pick you up and they would call you on the phone and they would sort of court you. Now, after I had children and I got back in the dating world, I really wasn't in it very long because I didn't like all of that stuff. And I never wanted to introduce my children to any man I was dating unless I knew it was serious, which I was never serious. And I didn't date very much in between. So they never had this coming in and out the door when I was divorced. And to me, I got married very young. I got married at 21, yet I know... Some of my Very young. friends from high school got married at 18, 19. Oh, geez. But you that, don't even know your, you don't even, how do you even know the, the, who you are at that age? But you it's know, ridiculous. the two of my girlfriends that I was the closest to in high school and would like to be again are the two that are still married to their high school sweethearts. And they're very happy and have wonderful families. So you never know. You don't. That's true. You just well, you just never know, but you just kind of have to take a chance. I'm a firm believer in that. I do, too. you got to take a chance. I think you always need to look at the other person and see what you have in common, because I'll tell you something, opposites do not attract. They might attract for a date or two, but you better have some things in common when you get married. Yeah, I've never really, the opposites attracting, I think it stands true of very few people. I've never had, I've I've never, I mean, someone's so opposite, it's like, what do you, then what do you, I don't know, unless you really are, like, learning a lot, and there has to be some common ground, there has to be some, you know, mutual interests, don't you think? Yes, absolutely, but that doesn't mean you can't introduce new interests into each other's life. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's instance, true. I don't think you like to go hiking, but if somebody asked you out and you dated them for a few times and they said, listen, I'd really like to take you on this walk up to the Hollywood sign, that's kind of like hiking, you would be amazed at what you would see and you'd get up there and you'd have beautiful views and you might decide you do like hiking. And the next time you might want to go hiking in the mountains above Santa Barbara or something, it would introduce a whole new thing to you. On the other hand, you love ballet. So if you were to introduce... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just stop right there. I'm not like this. I would never want to put someone through the ballet, especially a man who doesn't want to know about the ballet. Why? You see, that's one of the Because, oh gosh, I, I, this is how I feel about the whole dating. We, we end up always talking about dating. It's so funny, but. How come? You know, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe because you have the experience and I'm asking the questions. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's like with, you have to get, there's a give and take and you have to make sacrifices, but also if you know that there's no, you know, there, they're not genuinely interested. Why put them through it? You know, unless you're like obsessed with the ballet or obsessed with something. Because you don't know. (laughs) See, most men haven't been to the ballet. Most men haven't even seen it on public television. And you'd never know. They might really, really enjoy it. It is beautiful. And the music is fabulous. The dancing is fabulous. And then they fall in love with a prima ballerina or what a principal, whatever. What do they call them these days? Yeah, it can be a prima ballerina. It's a principal okay. ballerina. Okay. Um, it, but it would be a prima ballerina is like the, the old school name. But the main dancer is called the principal. And actually, fun fact, they're not really that tall normally because – no, they're on their tippy toes. Yeah, so it's really funny when people always assume that they're so tall, but no, they have when they stand, they cannot be taller than the man. Which is, do you? We've talked about this before. I kind of like being a little taller. Well, I've been taller than all my husbands. Excuse me, I've been taller than all my husbands with my heels on. Yeah, some girls are so against that. Like, and some girls still don't have a partner in their life because they have this rule. I have to date somebody who is six foot ten. I have to date them that they're extremely good looking. They have to weigh this amount. They have to make this amount of money. They have to do this. And you know what? They're looking for their perfect man who's never going to come along. Okay, well, what are your what are your non negotiables? Because, like, for me, I agree with you one hundred percent. But, like, for me, like, a religion is kind of a, something that there has to be a you know a standard, and there has to be a similar you know common ground with our beliefs in religion. But pretty much, that's it for me. That's like my only you know well my only requirement because i i happen to i'll personally say i'm a christian so to me that was important also but it didn't matter which denomination the person was right but would you ever date a scientologist i would never even talk to a scientologist if i knew one i hate to say that but really yeah i bet you have without even knowing it 
Well, I very well could have because they don't go around trying to convert you in the first minute they meet you. I don't know. I just think it's a very strict... To me, I can get in a lot of trouble for saying this, but to me it is too much like a cult. Right. And I I don't like cults. I, you know, if every you dis- religion if actually... If you disappear tomorrow, uh, yes. I'll know why. <laughs> with... Uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife will be hanging out in hiding. <laughs> yeah, you will. That's so funny. So that you know, reminds me, and I, we need to take a break because it's that time and La Contessa is shouting at us to take a break. We'll be right back. There's only one La Contessa skincare, always searching the world to bring you the finest ingredients and techniques for a more glowing, youthful appearance. Introducing La Contessa Ultimate Counteraging System. The Ultimate Counteraging System helps preserve the overall vitality and youthful appearance of the skin by tightening sagging skin and smoothing skin texture while reducing age spots and helping to reduce wrinkle depth and volume. Discover and try La Contessa Skincare for yourself at LaContessaSkincare.com. That's LaContessaSkincare.com. So you know what? I want to talk about Tom Cruise and the campaign that uh, Juliette Lewis says has been launched against him because of his Yeah, what's going on? I don't know. She she claims that there's this group of people that have left Scientology that are trying to discredit Tom Cruise. I, I don't, you know what? I think Tom Cruise is a great actor, and that's all I care about. I don't care about his personal religion and what you he's just, doing. So, if you, so I have a question. If you ran into Tom Cruise, you wouldn't talk to him? No, I, that was an exaggeration when I said I wouldn't talk to him. No. <laughs> That was a total exaggeration. Um, I know Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. Therefore, at one of the events that we go to so often for charity and all of that, I would not seek him out to speak to him. Mm, I my mom sure would because she thinks he's the cutest. She's always said, he, can't you just find a Tom Cruise? <laughs> That's funny. Sure. He I think he's a good actor and he is good looking. I don't so. think he's a good actor, but Well, you have to see him in some of the other things besides Mission Impossible or what are those kind of movies where he's just making twenty five million dollars for action. Look at some of his older older movies and all, and he was a pretty good actor. Okay, I'll have to look because, you know, I feel like he's kind of given himself these roles where he wouldn't otherwise be found attractive. He's like the Mission Impossible. You know, he's like this heroine, and it's like, wait a minute. You're, you, you mean a you, hero. A hero, not a heroine. That's a Oh, woman. a hero. A hero. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But you know what I mean, though? He's put, he's put himself in these positions where he's completely masculine and powerful and saves the day. And then we think of him as this masculine, powerful guy. And I just don't know if, like, you know. Well, that's what's he, making him the $25 million and also producing and, you know, doing all of that he's done. And so he's a pretty smart person. Some people say that it's because of Scientology, the same way with John Travolta, that they wouldn't have careers without Scientology. So how yeah. is that possible? So do they, you, do you like commit, do you like sell your, you know, soul and then in return you get fame and wealth and success? What's the well, deal? I under, I don't know about selling the soul. I don't really know that much about Scientology, but I have been told that these people that are celebrities, it's almost like tithing so much of their money back. And also, I don't, I don't know what it is. I know it's a very closely knit group. Um, That's all I really know. And they have big buildings around Hollywood and other places. They sure do. I'm, they're popping up everywhere more and more. Yes. You know, I once had a dream that I was dating this celebrity. He's a popular actor. Well, come and, on, share the name. No, I'm not going to share the name because that's just getting a little too personal because it might have come to fruition. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I had this dream. And... In order, to, <laughs> and in order to date him, I had to commit to Scientology, commit my life to Scientology, and tattoo my my zip code, or not my zip code, my area code on my arm or anywhere on my body visible. In isn't I that bizarre? I know. So I had to get a tattoo and I had to, it had to, you know, that was the only way I could date him was because he, he was part of it. And in order for him to be with me, I had to be part of it. And I did it. What? I did it in the dream. I did it. Not oh, in real life. My goodness. But in the dream, can you believe that? No, no, you're such an independent woman. I can't believe that. It was very interesting. So have you met this guy yet? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> got we got to leave something to the, the imagination. But yeah, so who knows? I really don't know like you. I've heard you can't know much detail until you're in it. So That's right. Unlike That's- other religions where they're very open and honest and they want, you know, do you you they want you to know about it so you can come and join. It's almost like a little bit more exclusive, which is very intriguing, I'll admit. It's intriguing, but it makes me wonder why if it's so wonderful they don't want to share their information with people. Because it's so powerful. 
Well, supposedly. I don't know. It's, we should do some research into it. I know other people have tried to do it. But. Wait, my question is, what is this this uh, campaign going on, though? That that um, Who is it? Juliet? What's her name? Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. So what is this campaign that she's saying th- that he, the only reason why he's successful is because of that? Yes. Basically, that's what the other, okay. Juliet Lewis, according to Fox Entertainment, says he's one of the most famous movie stars, but his public profile has never been the same since he became the unofficial face of Scientology. Yeah, but that's a fair statement. The mainstream media is funded by pharmaceutical companies, so when you have the biggest movie star in the world at the time, Tom Cruise, coming out against antidepressants and Ritalin and just saying, hey, why don't you put a warning label on there? Okay, so this is why she's saying everybody is against him and that it's people who have left Scientology that have started this campaign against him. And that all was a quote from Fox News Entertainment. So... I don't see that he's having a problem right now. So I'm wondering why she came out with all of this kind of Scientology, anti-Scientology. Maybe they came out with it. Well, maybe they did. The funny thing is, I don't know if she is a Scientologist, and I don't think it says that in the article. So I really don't know. But it, it seems to, when the publicity dies down about Tom Cruise, then somebody comes out with something like this. Mm-hmm. And it's all stirred up again, and you kind of wonder what everybody does for PR to get your name out there in front of the Oh, well, I have again. no, there's no question that, that actually, you know, the, you know, there used to be the age-old question, is bad publicity or any publicity good publicity? And I have to say that in today's day and age, in order to capture the attention you know, the attention span that's so short from from young generations and the public in general because we're being fed from so many different outlets. The only publicity is bad publicity. Who reports on good things anymore? I don't see anything positive really being reported on. It, you know, and if it is, it, no one cares enough to share it and spread it. It's not content worth talking about. Well, you know, that's right. And I don't, I'm not sure I would want but bad publicity out there about me. Of course, I'm such an innocent, wonderful person, there wouldn't be any. But, you know, I just, I've often heard that Kim Kardashian's sex tape doesn't even exist. Oh, well, I, I think that's false. I think it, I mean, it does exist, but... It's it's certainly not on the forefront of anyone's mind anymore. If you have a if you have a good strategy, you can overcome any negative publicity. I really do believe it. I think that I think that we really underestimate, um, you know the the. I mean, I think we overestimate the public's perception. Actually, I should say these people that are directing the media. Are, are almost laughing. I this is just my theory that they're just laughing at us because anything they throw out, we we just grab onto and eat it up, and it's in ter- like in, in in everything that they're doing. Like we we talk about it, we spread it. We it's like it's like almost a social experiment. Let's see how this reaction goes. Let's see how this is because it's you know it's interesting. And what else are we going to talk about? So, 
I don't know. I think there's been a lot going on in the news in my world. Um, you know, that I just think that the media really does completely shape public opinion. Well, are you are you talking about the new Miss America who supposedly was asked that to is, the university that, about the hazing or something? I mean, how did they do just, that up anyway? What What's going on with that? That's crazy. So let me tell you what I think is very interesting about that incident that's now completely taken over. A, oh, a day or two prior to that hitting the news... There was a video put out by who's that famous uh, late? He's a uh, he does like a last week to, or last night today show or something. Um, British guy. Anyway, he put out this huge um, viral video. It has a lot of views about how the Miss America organization claims that they award forty five million dollars a year in college scholarships for women and that they're the largest scholarship provider for women. When in fact when you actually do the math and you look into that, because it's kind of a it's a jarring statistic, you know, and that they're the largest scholarship provider for women, like there has to be, you know, a, a beauty pageant, really. Like, so he did more research into it, and I actually already knew this because they always, they always, you know, the organization had always really um, manipulated the way that we speak about it. And the key word there is made available. So, when in actuality, they provide four hundred thousand or less in college scholarships a year, but they're, but they, so the key word there is provide, they make available that amount of money, but, but when you break it down, you know, the records don't really match that number. So there's always anyway. a reason that they don't award that much because they figure. Well, no, it's, it's just like, okay. So for example, like certain States, they allow the winner to choose a scholarship from maybe five different schools at you know, hundred thousand each or so, which she's only going to go to one. But they the, they count every penny that is made available. Oh, so, do you see what I'm saying? So, yes. even though she can only go to one, if you know she even qualifies, because she might have already graduated, so she might not use any scholarship money. But the fact that they've made available five scholarships at five hundred thousand a piece, that you know equals the X amount that Miss America okay. counts as, as a whole. So they count each state's um, in-kind in scholarships is what they're called. So they're it, to a certain university, which some of the universities listed are actually pathetic, like not pathetic, but they're just like not these esteemed, you know, colleges. So it's, it's somewhere whole, where people probably wouldn't even know of the school. Right, yeah, or a community college that maybe, you know, so... Anyway, the, the 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 crazy thing, and you know how I am with my conspiracy theories always, is that all of a sudden the next day that was nowhere to be found. All of a sudden, we're hearing about how the current Miss America is accused of of um, hazing. So where did that story go? So. I truly believe, and this is just, you know, my own opinion, but I know the Miss America organization has skeletons and they have a, you know, a good PR team in place that in effort to hide that story, which is a very, frankly, no one cares. You know, it's not like the Kardashians where there's millions of people that are hanging on to Miss America's every word. So 
not enough people care, but in order to hide that, because I know that every state was advised not to say anything when they were contacted by the media. So in effort to hide that, they, I think, made this a big deal, which hurts this poor girl and makes them come looking like the savior because they're saying they're standing by her. So it's a very strategic publicity move that I think was by no means an accident. Well, I have to agree with you. The publicists get into it. The publicist for the Miss America pageant or her publicist, somebody else's publicist who ran against her, what you know, was in the finals. You don't know who places these things. You're absolutely right. 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 Who knows? But I just I definitely think that publicity, you know, has to be negative in order to garnish the um Oh, well, let's stay away from that. We don't want to do that. We like people to like us. Talk about us, but like us. Yeah, you can't control, you know, you can't control someone's opinion about you. That's for sure. No, you can't. So, there are some other bad things going on in the world today. I just, as I came in the door, I turned on the news and saw that um, they're concerned about a lone wolf terrorists now in the United States and they're, the bombing has started and this is just unbelievable what's going on. I want to know and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, why haven't they raised the terrorist level in the United States like they did in the UK? You know that's a darn good question because didn't President Obama just make a statement today that he was uh, sending Missiles over? Yes, well, we're already bombing. I mean, we Yeah, started. I mean, this is not good. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, everyone's caught up in the iPhone 6 that they're like, we don't really want to upset. The second that the terrorists or the, you know, what? the terrorists... Back up. So, what you're saying is there's so many people more involved in their own personal lives than caring about the security of the United States? No, but what and I'm their personal saying, safety? What I'm more saying, I, I agree with Juliette Lewis in this sense that, that, that there are big, big players that run this this world you know and right now the second we raise the terror uh, you know alert level in this country the stock market is affected technology is affected you know the a lot of industries will be affected dramatically and so it's all a little puzzle piece you know and it has to all make sense so no, so, there's a ton of people as sad as it is there's a there's several americans that maybe have no idea at all what's going on at all so but something like that you do you know that's kind of becomes you you sure affect yeah. another layer layer yeah. of of right. um educated americans and maybe uneducated americans so that may be something that's not and it will spread like wildfire. that's right but do you know and i'm sure it's true in many other cities first of all los angeles is one of the targeted cities for something to happen with terrorism right and yeah. secondly we in los angeles and i'm sure all over the country there are billboards up telling you to prepare for the next disaster and people have their heads in the sand and they still don't have any extra water in their house or any extra food and granted if something happens what would you do if you're in your car you should have something in your car so you can exist. 
Because in California, in the LA area, you can't even move in the car. There's no evacuating. It's like uh, Independence Day when they tried to take everybody out of New York in that movie. There's no way you could go anywhere. Right. I, I, you know, I'll admit I don't have a lot of safety. I mean, my mom and dad came and like we'll put water and flashlights. Like one time, my electricity went out, and thank God I remembered. Oh yeah, there's a flashlight in this spot. So it is hard to kind of keep your keep the preparedness, and that's the number one reason why there are so many fatalities because of people not being prepared. In the you know in in natural disasters sure. and in, in terrorist attacks stuff like that like we're not prepared for it because you never think you don't want it's scary to think something like that will happen so you it's easier I'll admit it's easier to not even think it's a possibility no and and you can't prepare if you're an unfortunate victim of something like nine eleven there's no way you could have prepared for something like that um, right. in New York. But well, well, to actually, the 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 architecture. Remember that could have been prepared differently. That's, that's also the same thing of saying that here in Los Angeles we should be prepared for the the big one, the, the big earthquake that's coming. And so now, yes, we do have building codes, but there's so many buildings that have not been brought up to code for the earthquakes that it's it's an impossibility to do all this. Yeah, because it's expensive. It's expensive, and it's almost impossible to ever be totally prepared. And as I say, if you're caught in your car, or your kids are at school, God forbid, and you're at work or something, this is something we really need to think about, but I don't really know what the solution is to it. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger, but it is something for everybody to think about. At least try to be prepared if something happens and you are at home in your car be prepared think about it think about how you'll contact your relatives and your friends have an out-of-state number because your local numbers won't work and your cell phones probably won't work your landlines probably won't but you should be able eventually to get through and you need to have a a contact out of state for everybody in the family to call to say you're Mm -hmm. safe once you can because it will be a long time before where the incident occurs that you can contact anybody Amen, So, So, now the other horrifying news is the Center for Disease Control came out today and said there are going to be 550,000 to 1 million cases by the end of January of Ebola. You know, this is getting frightening. This is frightening because what's happening is there are people in houses that haven't come out. And they, they're afraid to come out. They're afraid to go be seen by a medical person for fear that they may be injected with Ebola. These people don't know, and they're fighting the aid workers and all. This is very frightening, and who knows who's been come over on an airplane or something else, passing it on after they become ill and not knowing that they have Ebola. Right. So the incubation period is something like 21 days. So oh we have gosh. a lot going on in the world now. We need to be happy. Next week we're going to have a guest on. Her name is Donna Hill. 
and she has written a mystery book. She's written many things before, and she uh, has been a guest on many shows. She's very well-spoken. I met her over the phone today. I can't wait to have her on next week. She's going to talk a little bit about blind people and literacy and how to get your books published in Braille. It's quite expensive. I had no idea. So it's something I think everybody will be interested in hearing. But um, other than that, we want to talk about happy things. And I'm happy because I'm getting close to becoming a grandma for the third time. That's oh, how is it? Another shower I'm going to with Megan's compatriots, her nursing partners, are giving her a little shower. So I can't wait to do that. I get to meet all the people she works with. I'm so excited. And... Mm-hmm. Well, what do you have planned for the weekend? I'll be in Chicago. Chi-town. I love Chicago. I know. You You used to live there. Yes, so I did when I was a stewardess for United Airlines. <laughs> yes. And that was many, many years ago. But it's a great town. And, and Lou and I actually, when we lived in the Detroit area when he was doing something there, we uh, used to fly to Chicago for the weekends, and it, there's so many good restaurants, and it's a beautiful city, beautiful architecture. It's wonderful. You'll have a great time. Well, I definitely have my reservation at RPM Steak. Oh, good for you. Yep. Yep. So huh, good. that will be fun, and I'm looking forward to gaining a few pounds there. <laughs> But I love traveling. It's fun. So I'll be working, and I'll be sending you some pictures. Fabulous. Always on Snapchat, keeping up my – oh, which, by the way, speaking of Snapchat, which I know you kind of don't really – you really aren't that familiar with. but it's Snapchat to you. Right. So it's one of my favorite tools. But actually, there's, like, this huge – you know, thing in the press right now about how the two girls that modeled for Snapchat um, way back when it was just an idea at Stanford or Harvard, no Stanford, um, are now like upset because it's, you know, the, the value of a Snapchat's at 10 billion and they're, they, you know, claim that they've been the face of Snapchat now. And since it was known as like a sexting app, which it completely isn't. I don't even, you know, maybe well, for I like one. I'm not on it. <laughs> well, it, it's really not. It's become such a music and um, and like world event type app where you can tune in. It's amazing. You can tune in at any time to see what's going on in other parts of the world. Like the world cup was huge, you know, the Olympics anyway. So they're making this huge deal out of that. But anyway, I'll be keeping posted on Snapchat always. So will this be another fight like with Zuckerman with, um, yeah, it won't be. No, it'll have ownership. Did they create it or are they just like a face? No, they don't have any ownership, but that's what I'd be pissed if I were them too. You know, a $10 billion company now that you've been maybe f- the face of for free? Well, you know? it, it might be nice of the people who started it to give them, like, a bonus payment. Yeah, or, just kind of give them, yeah. But, yeah, you know, then again, at what point do you pay everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? So, 
Uh, you know, interesting stuff going on right now, though. Unlike what Gordon Gecko said, greed is good. Greed is not good. So. No. Definitely not. Okay. All righty. So that is it for us tonight. We're so happy to have Rebel Back Engineering for us. And you can go to the two big stations on K4HD and K, no, W4CY and find Rebel shows in your face and in Rebel's romper room. So do that because she's tremendously entertaining and really great. We love to listen to her, too. And, Noelle, tell everybody where they can find us. We're on Twitter. It's at Dish with Judith and Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, LinkedIn, Dishing with Judith. Dish with Judith, Dishing. I think we should just change everything to Dish with Judith. Phew. Okay, we might do that. (laughs) We're always reinventing ourselves. We constantly reinvent, and and you can hear us on the various channels, K4HD, W4CY, W4CY.com, and and iHeartRadio. That's a mouthful. Look us up on our site so you can follow us. Thank you, everybody, and good night. See you later. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.